Welcome to Internet Explorer. It's a podcast for adults, smooth, silky, sexual adults that are down to get a little funky, like a Poised to Men song. I, like, hate you right now. Because of my white billowing shirt and my lizard? No, because you said smooth and silky like me. Yeah, like me. disgusting. But imagine me with my shirt wide open and it's blowing the wind and I have an alligator on a leash and I'm in the middle of the desert and it's just like, I'll make love to you like you want me to. You have a beautiful voice, Ryan. I didn't know this. Hello and welcome to Internet Explorer, a podcast brought to you by BuzzFeed.com. I'm BuzzFeed reporter Ryan Broderick. And I'm senior editor Katie Natopoulos. And every week, me and Katie dig through the backwaters of the internet and look for some really weird stuff to show you. Yeah, I like the idea that like the backwaters, like we're paddling through them, kind of, but like... Uh, with some, yeah, 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 but what's, what's the name of that movie? Deliverance. Uh, Deliverance, right. So we're paddling, like we're Burt Reynolds. And like, every week we I want to make you squeal like a pig. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so maybe the listener is the Burt Reynolds, okay? Very handsome, attractive, beautiful listener. You're a beautiful person. And we're the weird inbred banjo players. Yeah, we're like the Hills Have Eyes yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's us. And so today we'll be giving you a tour through the world of psychonauts, which are weird drug users who use the internet as a talking ground. And Katie will be talking about something very near and dear to her heart. Yeah, uh, a very special guy named Hito Rick. Stay tuned and we're going to make you squeal like a pig. <laughs> So now we're going to quiz our producer, Julia Furlan, uh, on a piece of obscure internet slang and see if she can guess what it means. Hi, guys. Hi, Julia. Hi, Julia. Are you ready for some internet slang? This one's really easy. I don't know. This is really easy. Nothing this, is easy with you two. I mean, I, I think this is easy. But So, okay, here's your word. Are you ready? Okay, I'm psyched. Your word of the day is... Hentai. 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 Do you want us to spell it? Yes, because I thought it was like tying hen. Oh, like like a like, henway. I don't know. I thought it was something poultry me, are related. Are you asking me about don't a henway? This. Don't do this. I don't know. Do you want to? Don't ask her. What's a henway? Oh, what's about a henway? five pounds. <laughs> ah, she fell for it. <laughs> oh, gotcha. It's okay. You know, the other day Ryan had to ask me what's a dick for. I know what a dick is for. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Hentai is H E N. T A I. So not tie like tie your shoes. T A I like tie from Clueless. Okay. Is it a kind of anime related to poultry? Is it poultry anime? <laughs> oh no. No. Fuck. You know, it's real you're really close this time. So it, I mean it can involve animals. So it's kind of anime. It's like Japanese cartoon, uh, anime, but it's pornography. It's Japanese oh. porn. Yeah. but Anime porn. Sort of <laughs> specifically showing girls that kind of look like young-ish. Oh, yeah, God. well, the word hentai is Japanese for perverse or um, deviant or a pervert. Like, if you're a hentai, you're a pervert. And it's a, it's a genre of anime for perverts. Oh. Uh, are you familiar with tentacle porn? No. Would you I, like to listen to some? I Oh, God. I mean, both yes and deeply no. Okay, so this is uh, a very famous hentai American voice actor named Dan Green. <laughs> and this is the best one that he's ever done. It's called Cluck Like a Chicken. Now cluck like a chicken. What? A chicken, no! Cluck, 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 cluck,
<laughs> oh no. Oh my god. So this is not a typical clip, but you picked one that is actually exactly what she guessed it was. I wanted to make her feel better about not knowing what it meant. What is happening visually while this is going on? Let's just say you don't want to know. Fair. I think the listener can come up with their own mind play of what he (laughs) thinks or she thinks is going on. That's the magic of audio, really. So today, Brian's going to take us through uh, the weird and kind of lame world of what he calls, what the world calls, I guess maybe just what he calls, the drug internet. Yeah, it sounds like very like sexy and dangerous, like inside the world of the drug internet. (laughs) But in actuality, it's just like a bunch of like 19-year-old boys like eating cough medicine for fun. Yeah. So like all great things on the internet, they have a terrible term for what they do, and they call it psychonauting or psychonaut. Not like... Like an astronaut. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's even a... Of course, there's a subreddit for it. Uh, They describe themselves as a... uh, A psychonaut is a person who explores activities by which altered states of consciousness are induced and utilized for spiritual purposes and the exploration of the human condition. Oh, brother. (laughs) Yep. Yep. We're doing it. It's like, in theory, drugs should be, like, cool. Yeah. Right? How do you make drugs not cool? Make it a something a Redditor does. Let me tell you exactly how to make drugs not cool. So there's like this hilariously weird tradition of like sharing how like how you are with the internet. It's like very natural, I guess. Mm-hmm. And there's like all these famous clips. Like the most famous one I came across was called Drinking Out of Cups, which is like an audio clip from YouTube. Okay. And it claims to involve the DJ Dan Deacon. Who's like a famous DJ. But I've never found any proof that this is Dan Deacon or has anything to do with him. Okay. And I can't get a straight answer from anywhere I look that this involves him. And I don't understand where this comes from. If you're Dan Deacon, please email us at internetexplorer at buzzfeed.com and let us know is this you or not. (laughs) I want to know what your involvement is with the with the the clip drinking out of cups. So here here's a little bit of it. Thinks he's Miss Sand drinking out of cups. I better fist. Who's this guy? Mr. Balloons. Mr. Balloon Hands. No way. No way. Get real. Mr. Walkway. Mr. Walk Down Me. I'm the walkway. So the backstory of this clip is that Drinking Out of Cups was apparently recorded while a man very high on acid spoke just like random nonsense sitting in a closet. Okay. So is there any visual to this or it's just... Yes. It's a CGI lizard saying the words... (laughs) That you're hearing. Okay, so it is just, it's not like it's a video of a guy saying it. It's a—it's an audio clip of a man reportedly high on acid, but it's been stripped of all of the context. And it's been viewed over a million times. So is the idea that it's Dan Deacon saying this? Or I have that, no idea. Okay. But it, like, is part of this weird, very poorly curated world of drug internet. Oh, God. And there's, and there's a ton of stuff for it. Like, if you go with YouTube... Any drug you can think of, it's mm-hmm. all going to be there. There's a website even called Arrowhead. Are you familiar? I'm familiar with Arrowhead, yeah. Now, when did you first become familiar with Arrowhead? Oh, not very long ago. So I would say, um, our, I think that I probably first heard about it because our colleague uh, Dave Stapera told me about it. And he used to be really into it when he was a teenager, I think. So I found it in college. And if you aren't familiar, Arrowhead describes itself as documenting the complex relationship between humans and psychoactives. Mm -hmm. What it really is is just like a Wikipedia-style thing where you just talk about how high you are. Right. And you, like, write down the dosage, and you, like, describe what's called a trip report. 
like a journey into like your own horrible fucked up mind and then mm. like tell all your losers on the internet about it. They even like suggest like music that you can listen to. Have you ever heard of Psytrance? No. So Psytrance is a terrible form of music <laughs> that I hate. And I had a friend in high school who was very into like psychonautics and like listening to Psytrance and like taking research chemicals. He loved Ron Paul. Makes sense. These yeah, things yeah, are yeah. all connected. Okay. You know, it's all connected. So this is a band called Bongle. To me, that sounds like music that would be playing in, like, kind of a crappy nail salon. Yeah, it's like what you listen to when you park your car on, like, the side of the woods and you eat a bag of really bad ecstasy and just grind your teeth for eight hours with your friend who has that silver ball necklace thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That all the worst people wear. Oh, yeah, that's, like, the big balls. Yeah. So they're they're a band that's, like, only to take drugs to? Yes, yes, exactly. It's I like mean, a culture that's a huge that... niche. I mean, Fish makes, like, billions and gazillions of dollars on tour each year. Exactly, and this is very similar. It's, like, a DJ who teamed up with an Indian musician and they make ambient psychedelic music that white guys can take drugs to. Okay. But it's all part of this larger internet culture of sharing tips and tricks for how to get like really, really high. Okay. And to prepare for this, I thought it'd be fun to... Are we going to smoke salvia right now? We're going to smoke salvia right now. No, we're not. We're not going to smoke salvia. Instead, I did a quick Google search for every time an Airwood trip report takes place at a Taco Bell. Okay. And I'm going to read a few can of them. Can I hear some trip reports? Yes, you can. Doing it and doing it and doing it well. Doing it and doing it and doing it well. I represent Taco Bell Dorito Talk. Y'all ready for this? So this first one is called Mixed Reaction, and it's a guy named Bengt. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's B-E-N-G-T is his username. And he took mushrooms, and it starts with 7 p.m. Ingested two grams dried mushrooms along with some Taco Bell. They tasted like stale sunflower seeds. Sat in Taco Bell for about an hour. Talking and putting myself in a good mindset. Wait, so I have a, I mean, I presumably you don't know the answer to this, but it sounds like he took the mushrooms in the Taco Bell. Like he didn't like jam them down in the car outside and then walked into the Taco Bell. Like he actually sprinkled them into his Taco Bell. From what I can imagine, he was sitting in a Taco Bell. It's probably nighttime in like suburban Arizona. Mm-hmm. And he ate a bag of magic mushrooms at the table at Taco Bell and then washed it down with like some Baja Blast and a cheesy gordita <laughs> crunch. That's how I imagine it went down. Okay. I have a question. Is Baja Blast uh, proprietary to Taco Bell? No, but they have like a very exclusive deal with them. But I think recently they've mm-hmm. released it in stores. Yeah. Here's another one that's very similar. It's called A Fusing of the Conscious and Subconscious by username Face. And the drug he's using is dimenhydrinate. What is that? Benadryl. Okay. So he just takes Benadryl at a Taco Bell? It starts with, I took the 20 pills inside a Taco Bell bathroom (laughs) with a bottle of iced tea. They went down easy, and I proceeded to walk around until 6.30, at which I planned to pick up a friend to go do stuff, since earlier I ran into a girl that told me about a show going down at some joint. So he took 20 Benadryl. He ate an entire box of Benadryl with some Arizona iced tea in a Taco Bell bathroom. Does it say what happens if you take 20 Benadryl? Yeah, you get really, really high. What kind of high? Like, I would imagine you just go to sleep for 20 hours. Well, according to Arrowhead and trip reports. And nothing can make you sneeze. Well, you have the clearest <laughs> nasal passages yeah. of anyone in town. But you also apparently have very, 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 and I, I should probably preface this, do not eat an entire box of Benadryl. Do not do this. <laughs> you have very vivid open eye hallucinations, and you kind of go insane for like 19 hours. Oh, God. And so what's kind of interesting about all these, though, is you get this picture 
this incredibly sad, weird picture of like teenage boys eating drugs at Taco Bell and driving around listening to like Psytrance and then just writing about how high they are later on the internet. Yeah, I guess it's funny. I mean, as someone who does not take a lot of drugs, I think it's weird that these people are taking drugs and then sort of going about their normal day. Yeah, they have, no, well, they have nothing else to do. They don't have hobbies or anything. Like, drugs are the hobby. Right. I, I guess I sort of, in my mind, I always assume that you take drugs in the, you know, comfort and privacy of your own home. But the other, like, no, I was driving around. And... Well, they can't because their parents are home, probably. Yeah. Like, I think that's what it Makes is. sense. This is funny. I feel like this is kind of what makes Arrowwood and drug internet weird is that, like, you know, we think of drugs as cool drugs that you do at a rave or a party or with a bunch of models or something. Yeah, I think, like, naked bodies everywhere. Right. You're really handsome. Yeah. You're really beautiful. You're maybe you're wearing, yeah, you're wearing, like, a blazer over a t-shirt, you know, like, oh, you know, yeah. you're very, th- like, a v-neck. The, yeah, those are like the cool illegal drugs, like somewhere some guy, you know, has a machine gun, you know, right. there's a crocodile who, and a leash. That's how the drugs got imported to you. But these are like suburban teenagers who are just doing like anything they can get their hands on because they don't have like machine guns or models or like blazers. I think that's what it is. Um, but I wanted to end this mm-hmm. with a very special clip. Yeah. It's very near and dear to my heart. If you ever seen the show Intervention, yeah, they do I a love Whippets that episode. show. And this is my favorite clip ever. It's called Allison Walks on Sunshine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, Katie, you remember when this actually came out, right? Yeah, yeah. And now, what's the backstory with this, with her? So, she was a really sad case of she was this, like, very normal-seeming girl who was addicted to huffing the spray cleaner that you spray out your keyboard like with. A, yeah, d- a duster. Dust, yeah. dust cleaner, yeah. So, she sort of sucks on the can as it, like, sprays into her mouth, and... You know, it gives you this like crazy high for like 30 seconds. And she would say in these like demented voices, weird things. Like, she'd sort of be like half crying, but like, oh, I'm walking on sunshine. It was heartbreaking. It, it is. Was, like terrible. I mean, this girl's life was just ruined and her, you know, her, her family was, you know, distraught, her friends. And um, so obviously the internet made this parody of her that's cruel. But well, you know. I think, I think what's important to remember though is, at the very end of the episode, they show her after like two weeks with no whippets, mm-hmm. and she's a totally normal person yeah. and has gone back to like it was like it was like this moment where she's like, oh wait a minute, I don't have to suck duster out of a can <laughs> and I can go to work again and like have a library card or whatever normal people do. Yeah. But I think you bring up a good point mm-hmm. uh, to think about with with the drug internet is that there are very sad parts to this. Oh yeah, and I I would feel more bad er for them if it, what they were doing wasn't so inherently like easy to stop because it's not like these people are addicted to eating benadryl right you know it's not like you're a unisom addict right it's this weird in uh volunt it's like a weird voluntary recreational shithead culture i mean you know addiction is very serious and very sad and um but this kind like this drug (laughs) internet i feel like this kind of (laughs) well no it's like it's them like it's this sort of Dumb idiot jackass experimentation <laughs> exactly. that's like, um, I'm gonna try doing this weird thing and like I'm gonna tell you about it. It's not like I have a crippling addiction that's ruining my life. Right. It's, it's like, hey, me 
me, Chad, and Tristan are going to go eat a banana peel yeah. and see if it gets us really fucked up. But you know, gateway drugs, gateway hey, drugs. Hey, that's true. That's real. You know, f- one thing you're like popping 20 Benadryls, the next thing, you know, you're, I don't know, slamming meth. Do people do meth still? P- I, heroin? Do, I don't yeah. know what people do. I don't know. I don't know. Lots you, of yeah. stuff. They're, they're, yeah. So don't do drugs and don't eat Benadryl. Small weed every day. Small weed every day. I actually at one point made a quiz on BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed.com. BuzzFeed.com. Um, <laughs> using uh, quotes from people's experiences on Arrowhead. Oh, okay. And the quiz is called, Do You Know What Drug You're On? Oh. So I'm going to quiz you. I'm going to read you a little snippet of someone's real experience. I'm going to give you three options, and you're going to tell me what drug you're on. Okay. Let's okay, go. Ready? Let's do it. I began to feel as if this shadow was going from into my eye from that dark spot. It felt wet, like it was the hottest thing I had ever felt, only it didn't burn. It was truly one of the most uncomfortable experiences of my life. Are you on, Ryan? Are you on? Okay, here we go. America's favorite new game show. Cocaine? Bath salts? Or are you huffing butane? Uh, Let's see. I, uh, the, the shadow thing. That seems interesting. I feel like cocaine is going to make you see weird stuff. And I feel like a person who was on bath salts might not have the cognitive ability or the legal ability to use a computer anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that that right might have been taken away from them by the state. Um, but I also am not totally confident you can get high by huffing butane. Although I did... Hmm, hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna say no. bath salts. No. 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 I'm sorry, Ryan. You are huffing butane. No! Oh, I totally butane. thought it was huffing butane. And then I, at the last one, I was like, there's no so way close. some kid has a hose so hooked up close. to his parents' grill. Are you ready for another try? Yeah, I, 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 need, to, I need to go one more. Okay, go one more. all right. Here's the question. The buffalo is literally touching my skin. Though I feel nothing, nor do I fall back. <laughs> it just slowly moves through my body. Oh, man. Are you on peyote, okay. alcohol, or mescaline? See, peyote and mescaline, that, that's tricky because it could be either. Although I have been drunk enough where I thought I was a <laughs> buffalo in human form. I mean, that is definitely... Something you can you can feel. I think I've seen you drunk enough that I thought you were a buffalo. No, I mean <laughs> I I have the whole movements down perfectly. I'm also standing and pooping like a mm-hmm. buffalo. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say m- mescaline. No, 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 Ryan, really? you're on no. peyote. Oh. I was like, which one would make me? <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Can we do one more? One more. Yeah, let's do one. Yeah. More. I was consumed by an inexplicable hunger that was 20 times stronger than any of my previous hungers will hide. I had a fruit by the foot and a square of chocolate at hand, and I ate them so fast I had to stop myself in the middle from spitting flecks of food all over. Are you on, Ryan? PCP? Marijuana? Or nitrous? Oh, okay. Hmm. My 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 first thought would be marijuana because like it makes you hungry. Munchies, sure. But the flex 
mm. is an interesting detail. Eating them so fast. Fruit by the foot and chocolate. The videos I've seen of people naked being tased by police no. high on PCP no. make me think no. it's PCP, and I'm going to say PCP. No. no. Fuck. No, really? Ryan, you're on marijuana. Uh, what kind of marijuana is this guy on? I want to be on that marijuana. That sounds like a great marijuana Well, to be as on. long as you have some fruit by the foot on hand. Well, if we've learned anything, it's that as much as I know about drug internet, I know almost nothing about being high. That's right, Mom. <laughs> That's right, Mrs. Broderick. I've never Ryan done... Ryan has never done drugs. I've never done drugs. All right, our next segment is called Follow Friday. Uh, I dig through the internet, find a special little person, and I want to give them a little shout-out, a little hashtag FF. little Follow Friday. little Follow Friday. Um, so today's Follow Friday is Twitter user Dry Hugs. Dry underscore hugs. I love dry hugs. And uh, he reminded me recently, and by recently I mean I found this tweet that he posted a year ago somehow, but it's a story of how he claims, at least, that he gave his Twitter URL <laughs> to the rapper DMX. So uh, I'm going to read you some of these emails that he posted, and maybe you'll, you'll, you'll follow dry hugs. So Twitter, in 2013, emailed dry hugs saying, Hello, Stephen. The artist DMX... Linking to DMX's Wikipedia article <laughs> to remind Stephen, and then there's like a parentheses rapper to like just nail it on that like DMX the rapper has requested that he be allowed to use the URL dmx.tumblr.com, which Dry Hugs was allegedly camping on at the time. So Stephen Dry Hugs emails him back, please give D- DMX my URL. You may change my URL for me. That seems the easiest for all parties involved. Parentheses is chingy.tumblr.com available? <laughs> if it is at all possible, please let DMX know that he rules and this request has made my day. <gasps> so Tumblr emails back. Hello again. Thank you for understanding. Per your request, I have updated your web address, chingy.tumblr.com. Oh, my God. I will be sure to share your kind words. Thanks again. So I want to give a follow Friday to Dry Hugs who, much like my favorite rapper Pitbull always says, turned a negative into a positive and switched his URL from dmx.tumblr.com to chingy.tumblr.com. And if, by the way, if you're not familiar, which I don't know why you wouldn't be familiar, Chingy is also a very popular, influential rapper who changed music history. (laughs) (laughs) He had one hit! That was so hard to say without laughing. I like the way you look in them pants. All right, speaking of having a good time and getting down with your bad self, Katie is going to be talking today about a internet hero, I think, when it comes to partying. He's like the Batman of parties. Yeah, um, a hero known as Hedo Rick. Oh, okay, so tell me about Hedo Rick, because I actually, I know of him, but for the people who've never heard of him, what's he like? So Hedo Rick is a guy who came to internet fame in about 2010 uh, because he was in this viral video. And the video is him. There's a guy interviewing Rick. Rick is, they're at like poolside in Jamaica. And Rick is in a like Speedo. He's also approximately, imagine him like 60 years old. (laughs) Um, Okay. He's a white guy, like sort of blonde white hair, 
tight, tiny, tiny little speedo. And, uh, and, and here's the interview. And let me tell you, I got a very special guest this time. His name is Rick. And where are you from, Rick? Arizona. Arizona. He's been a member for, uh, of, of Heatonism 2 for how many years again? Since 1988. How many times you say you've been here? 40 times. 40 times. For, why, I mean, why, what, what brings you to Heatonism that many times? The wild women. The wild, the wild women. The ripping and the tearing. The ripping and the tearing. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Do your dance. Do your dance. Do your dance. So what's happened in the video is Rick has now gone from standing up being interviewed. He has begun dancing extremely erotically and suggestively. He at, 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 he gets sort of down. So he's sort of, you know, shaking his hips and wiggling his butt. And um, he eventually gets down on all fours and is sort of, you know, twerking. Um, you know, again, a 60-year-old white man oh my God. in a Speedo twerking. It's like a crab walk yeah. kind of thing. He, well, he gets on, on all fours, and then he turns over, so he's sort of like, you know in, like, elementary school gym class, you do, like, the crab walk? Yeah. Like, he's doing, like, the crab walk, like, so his stomach's in the air, but he's, <laughs> like, using, you know, on all fours, and he's sort of thrusting his pelvis up. Like a deranged animal. Yeah, yeah, and eventually at one point, because he's sort of on this, like, poolside area, and it's wet, he slips, and he, like, lands on his butt. Um... <laughs> But it's an extremely erotic dance, and he gets up, and he sort of, like, shimmies back, and, you know, here's the thing. Hedo Rick loves life. In this video, he says there's nothing like Hedonism 2. Okay, yeah. Now, my first question is, what about Hedonism 1, and what is Hedonism? (laughs) Because if there's nothing like Hedonism 2, like, why is it the second one? Okay, great question. (laughs) Glad you asked, because, well, first of all, Hedonism 2 is a resort in Jamaica that's an adults-only resort that's like kind of like a sex club swingers resort. So it's like you don't necessarily have sex there, but you go and it's like topless, adults-only. You're having sex at Hedonism You're too. probably having sex in Hedonism. Okay. <laughs> and it's like kind of famous for being this like sex resort um, where swingers go. Um, I feel like when I say famous, I also... Um, this is something I like heard a lot on the Howard Stern show because they would like always send people there. Like it would be some like terrible, weird whack pack loser or something. So like um, an old people sex island. In Georgia. Yeah. So it's also like the the people who are there, the patrons, are not necessarily people that you want to have sex with. They're, I mean, they're a little bit older. You know, it's it's some couples. You know, it's kind of like. It's kind of like the classic thing that, like, the people at Nude Beach, you don't necessarily want to see nude. It's like there's people having sex, but, like, a couple feet over, there's, like, a meat platter, like, cold cuts. Right. Like, you're, it's like the food is out, and there's, like, mold wine, and it's, like, 90 degrees, mm-hmm. and old people are in jacuzzis. And yeah, yeah. So so that's what Hedonism 2 is. And so the reason he's called Hedo Rick is because he goes to Hedonism so frequently that he his just nickname is Hedo Rick. Now, is it open year long? Does he go multiple times a year or is it like an event? He does go a couple times a year. So well, to first to answer the question, what why is there no Hedonism 1? There is not really a totally clear-cut answer on this. <laughs> um, what? But what? Le- what? legend has it. Hedo <laughs> legend. Because I've done quite a bit of research in this, is that there never... <laughs> Never was <laughs> hedonism one. What? So at one point there was a hedonism three, but it closed down. Uh, 
<laughs> what kind of crazy old people logic is that? Like, oh, like would it, be, would it be funny if our sex palace like was a sequel to a thing that didn't exist? Like, so I think it was my my guess is a little bit more that this resort was built in Jamaica, and probably some developers were like, we're gonna build a resort in Jamaica, and then someone who decided to actually like make it a sex resort <laughs> was in charge of titling it. I think Hedonism One maybe like had the plans fell through or something and this was like the second <laughs> location. The, the, the B yeah. plan. Yeah, so the B plan. But anyway, so it's like, so you can sort of, I've seen pictures of it and it's like kind of not the like, it's not like a swanky resort. It kind of looks like a really nice Best Western pool. <laughs> like I don't, I, it's, you know, it's, it's, it you don't go for the accommodations. You go for the wild women, the ripping and the tear. The ripping and the tear. Yeah, okay. Sure. So so he knows he know Rick's that phrase, the wild women, the ripping and the tear, the ripping and the tearing. That sort of became like this catchphrase and this video. So this video is from 2010. Video goes viral. It's on Tosh Point um, Daniel it was, Tosh. It was on BuzzFeed at the time. Okay. And it just explodes. People love it because it's like ridiculous. It's this guy, it's this old guy twerking and saying these like incredibly lewd things. And it's like hilarious. And then I sort of like didn't really think about it or hear about it for a couple of years. And last year I started wondering, like, you know, what is up with Hito Rick? Where's Hito Rick at? Where's Where? Hito Rick at? I bet I bet I know where he might be. Okay. Hedonism too. <laughs> <laughs> well, he might be there, but um for some reason BuzzFeed wouldn't budget it out to let me travel to Hedonism too to go find uh, him. Katie, this invoice says you want to go to an old people's <laughs> sex island in Jamaica for like a month. What's what's up with that? Yeah, it was a reporting trip. Um but it, he's also hard to get in touch with. So I, I, I made some inquiries. I, uh, you might have heard in the beginning of the clip, uh, the guy who's interviewing him uh, is from something called blackbeachweek.com. Yes, I'm so familiar. So I, like, you know, find someone there, ask them, like, hey, what's the deal with this guy, Hito Rick? Can right. I get in touch with him? So eventually I get this call from Hito Rick. We talk for, like, an hour. He tells me all about his life. He goes to hedonism many times a year. Unbelievable. What he does he do? Well, he is, and this will, I think, surprise and delight you. He works as an air conditioning, uh, like, maintenance guy in the Arizona public school system. No! <laughs> so this, this like, 60-year-old so, sex maniac yeah. works in an Arizona public school system. Right, and that's why he gets so much vacation time. Because oh the school's God. closed all summer. Oh, no. So he's just, you know. So he spends his whole summer at this, like. Yeah. Jamaican Best Western yeah. Orgy Palace. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, is, he, is he nice? Is he a nice guy? What is he Oh, my like? God. He's so sweet. He's so sweet. He's a really nice guy. He just, he loves traveling. He loves, like, his whole life I mean, if is, I was Ripping and Taryn, I'd love traveling, too. You know, you might think he would be, like, a sex pervert or something. I mean, maybe he is, but to me, he was very polite. He just loves traveling, and, you know, he's gone all over the world on all these sort of adventure trips, including hedonism. But he, you know... As a seasoned traveler, one of, the, one of the greatest things about him is that on a website, he, from 2001, he gave a whole extremely detailed list of, like, travel tips for hedonism. <laughs> so Are they, on... like, cool travel tips? Are they important? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. They're very important. So how do I, a non-sex maniac, get ready to go to hedonism? What do I have to do? Well, first you need to change your whole attitude in your mind. I need, uh, I need. No, these are like, so the funny thing is these are painfully detailed in like ways that no normal person would need to know travel tips like this. Okay. So it's this like, it's probably like 
4,000 words on this, like, one. It's not his website. It's someone else's. They're like, we asked Hedo Work to give us some tips. Nice. And it's like, Hedo Work's tips. He says stuff like how to, like, fill out your immigration forms when you get off the plane to Jamaica. So he's giving you advice for what happens when you go to a sex resort. And he's spending, like, an entire paragraph on how to fill out your customs forms on the airplane. Like, you I mean, th- you don't want to people- ruin the sex trip. With, you know, being caught up in immigration. Like, the stuff people would want to know, like, I don't know, how much sex am I going to have? Should I bring oil? What kind of oil works well in Jamaican heat? Let me give you another tip. Okay. Bring sunscreen. God damn it. (laughs) Pack it inside two grocery store bags in your luggage. I always take three strengths. One for parts that don't normally see the sun. Oh, my God. And a weaker one for the rest of me. Oh. Towards the end of the week, I reduce the strength of both. If you had a bronze on, uh-huh. gotta get your bronze on. Yeah. Now, that implies that he has fully tan genitalia. Well, keep in mind also, like I said, he's wearing a speedo in this. Right. So. Oh, so maybe it's his thighs. Yeah, like maybe his you old know, man he's thighs. out in Arizona working. Maybe his arms and his you know legs are usually getting tan. Okay, move on. I wasn't envisioning him naked. I yeah. swear, I wasn't yeah. doing that. I mean, but also yes, his penis. I'm sure um, his penis is tan. <laughs> he also recommends get this. Binder clips. It holds the towels on the chairs if you don't get a float cushion. Or clip small items to the bedroom curtains to dry them. So he's like telling you how to do like your laundry and stuff. But it's like, what kind of boobies am I going to touch, right? Right. Like, I don't want to go to Staples before my sex trip. But you know, I have to say the binder clip idea is actually like pretty ingenious. I mean, and also, you could probably do some sexy stuff with binder clips. Wild women, wild women, wild women, wild women, wild women, wild women. Before we end this week's episode, I just want to say that the Wi-Fi connection in the studio is not good enough to stream the amount of tabs I have of Pornhub.com open. (laughs) And it's been pissing me off the entire episode. But you know who's not? You know who's actually taking this seriously and doing their jobs and doing the hard work to bring this podcast to you? Our engineer, Paul. Unlike those lazy sacks of shit, Jenna Weiss, Berman, (laughs) and Julia Furlan. Yeah. Doing nothing. They're hogging the Wi-Fi using all their Pornhub tabs. They're just sitting over there eating flaming Hot Cheetos and giving us attitude. Yeah, I I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. That's what I feel with them. I hate them, but uh, thank you for doing the work you do, but I hate you. And uh, if you also hate Jenna and Julia <laughs> as much as we do, you can email us and tell us about how much you hate them. Internet Explorer at BuzzFeed.com. And you can definitely tweet us about how much you hate them at, mm-hmm. at Broderick, that's for me, and at Katie Atop. Yeah, that's and thanks for listening, everyone. Like, imagine, like, your earliest, like, lesson from your dad is, well, it, a gypsy woman cursed our family, so good luck. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. That is, I bet that that completely changes your experience of life. Yeah. And this man is the mo- is the worst luck of all time. One clear piece of evidence that he may have been cursed is he's a friend of yours. He's a friend of mine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's totally true. 